0: Hey, welcome to The Centre Podcast. We're a church based in Dural, Sydney, who love Jesus and want to share the message of hope that he brings for all people. We pray that you're blessed by this word and that it reveals God's love for you in a new way. Enjoy. Well, welcome. Welcome to Banter for another year. The first Banter of the year.
1: 2024.
0: 2024. The Here means we come. We've been
1: doing this for two years. That's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> that's absolutely terrifying.
0: I'm, I'm just continuing to be amazed, Mitch, that people still listen. So th- thank, thank you for coming back. And year a guys. shout out
1: to people that started listening, say, like halfway through last year and then went back to the beginning. Yeah. Just didn't start. Yeah. Listen to everything. I'm like, that's yeah. impressive. And, and people
0: who are currently still going back, back listening. There are some people who it's, it's 2025 right now and people are still listening. Well, we've got just because it's for a little bit of context today. I'm Murray. Mitch. And Brian got a very 2025. Special... I've come too early. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. That's all right. You <laughs> You'll have to excuse Brian. It's his birthday tomorrow. He's yeah, very, that's that's He's very excited. very excited we had some delicious cake today. Oh yes. So, you know, we don't we don't just work hard at How the centre. Oh, you Brian? Uh, Thirty eight. Yeah. Well, um, yes. that'll do. Chicken. Yeah, it will do. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's it, what's your favourite cake flavour, Brian? What's your, your uh, go to cake flavour? That's
2: flavor? a pretty good question. Yeah. Probably. yeah. Only only the deep questions. Yeah, on yeah, there. probably um caramel. Some Ooh. kind of caramel with yeah. cream in it, yeah. I reckon. Well, yeah.
1: And after your little talk yesterday, which mm. was very good, Murray, I think so. there's a big theology about eating cake. Yeah, A few I people so. after, so it's like, oh, you know, it's biblical now to have cake. That's so it. I'm going to go have some cake. As long as it's yeah, like yeah. with friends. So. That's it. That's
2: it. That's I've fun. given up my man shake now. I mean, I'm in a <laughs> cake. <laughs> going to have
0: to wear ritz. some responsibility <laughs> for some weight gain eating cake every day. Well, I can
1: come join the boot camp.
0: This is true. Yeah. This is true. There you go. Perfect. So we've
1: got a new boot camp coming this year. It's how many days a week? three days a week for the six o'clock and seven o'clock classes then okay. Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays and okay. then two ladies classes right. Tuesdays and Fridays so good. So, so good so uh, good lots yeah. of chances to get Spiritually fit mm. and physically fit. Mm.
0: Well, Mitch, you don't look like you eat a lot of cake, but what's your favorite cake flavor? Oh,
1: I've Brian caramel. caramel. I'm a, bit a caramel
0: fan. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. caramel is pretty good. I'm, I'm a bit of a sucker for a cheesecake, i got to say. Yes. Yeah, I love a good cheesecake. A little, little baked cheesecake. Mm-hmm. But thankfully, we've got uh, Angie here who knows all about f- She has not only our birthdays, <laughs> yes, but our preferred yeah. cake flavors. You yes. <laughs> know, what I assume is an Excel spreadsheet. So yeah. there you go. She looks after us. Well, guys, enough about cake. Let's get into it. Yes. Well, we'll probably mm. get more into to cake later, actually, but Vision Sunday, it was, a, it was a big day. And Mitch, once again, we're sharing this new vision for us for 2024, mm-hmm. where your treasure is there, your heart yeah. will be also. Obviously, playing off the Sermon on the Mount. Uh, for you, you shared a little bit about what that verse means for you personally, not just now, but in your sort of mm-hmm. walk with Jesus. Um, did you just want to, I suppose, open up a bit more about that and maybe just about what that experience was? Because I think it's something I'm always really intrigued mm-hmm. about as you were seeking God's voice and mm. God's heart for 2024, what that process looked like and how you sort of came to this idea of treasure.
1: Yeah, so I'd like to say it's, you know, lightning bolt moments, mm. but um, often just spending time like praying and mm. we sort of set the big goal back in July mm. and it felt really like we were at peace about 24 in 24. Mm. And it's like, what's a kind of great word and a great verse to latch onto that? And just praying and praying. And it was just over time, it, and reading through some of that just kept sort of coming back to that idea because Matthew six nineteen and twenty one I shared a bit yesterday was really pivotal in helping me come back to the Lord. It'd been a journey of about six months of getting there, but then reading that verse, mm. just recognizing where my treasure was. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm not right with God. Like, mm. I need to change my life. And so often we'll go back to that the whole part in Matthew six about mm. where my treasure is and yeah, seeking first the kingdom and sort of all that. And so that was what really was like, well, if we just praying about, well, Lord, if, like, we're serious about this, then we actually need to, like, check our hearts. And I need to check mm. where my heart is. Because mm. it's easy to say, oh, yeah, mm. we're going to baptize people. But mm. if we're actually serious about it, it's going to require changes with me. It's going to ch- require mm. more strategic praying mm. and being more bold in just mm. what we do and how we live. And so, mm. yeah, that's and sort of kind of sensing i got this, I don't know, I get like the most the Holy Spirit tick of like, yeah, that's where mm. I sent yeah, that sense of, it's hard to explain, but that sense of like peace. And this is sort mm. of, be like last year's steadfast, that were they really like, okay, I feel like that's where God's leading us. Treasure just kept coming yeah. back and back. So yeah. yeah. Love that. That's the yeah process behind it.
0: I think there's something really interesting in that as well, that I think um, I heard a great quote, I've been listening to an interview John Mark Comer, who's a... a pastor from over in America and he was talking about how in church culture it's very easy to do all the right things for the wrong reasons mm. and I think that it's a really interesting throughout the Sermon on the mm. Mount Jesus is really looking at the heart of things mm. as well like he's not just talking about the outward appearances and actions he's talking mm. about you know if you've murdered in your heart you know you, you yeah. have murdered these ideas that ultimately it's not just about what we are doing with our physical treasures but also those where your heart Mm. is it's very sort of you know emotional deep intention in a psyche language which i think Mm. is really Mm. stunning um i think when we are going through something like this it's really easy um to sort of focus on just the financial side of treasure and those material sides um as we sort of are in this place now where yeah, I mean, we've been doing banter for two years. Mitch, how long have you been here now? It's like it's
1: two and a half years. Two and a half years. Yeah, so you're part of the furniture years, now. Yeah, you know? three years in August. It's a bit scary. Yeah. yeah. When,
0: you know, I feel like we've all been here for, you know, a, a little while and kind of understand the unique experiences of our church. What do both of you guys see as we go into this? Um, obviously, you know, we don't, we don't want to be shaming people. We don't want to be, you know, bullying people in this, but Mm. what are just culturally, you know, in the Hills area, some of those things that we may in a broader sense, um, see as things that can be treasures outside of the kingdom of heaven.
1: I think the easiest one's comfort. Mm. There's a lot of comfort here in the Hills. Mm. It's a very nice area to live. Jewel in particular. Yeah. It's very pretty. So, mm. and that can be hard to, like, leave that. Um, I remember he- reading a testimony about an Iranian Christian who said it was harder to be a Christian in America than yeah. it was as a prisoner back in Iran. That <laughs> yeah. was his, like, that was his, yeah. And uh, I think that's probably one of it, is that comfort, it's easy to be comfortable yeah. and safe and, yeah. yeah. And particularly the hills, I've noticed probably here, um, a lot more Christianese, I guess. Yeah. People were exposed to the Bible than, say, like the Bankstown area were yeah. from. People didn't even know what a pastor was. They're like, what's that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have to spaghetti. Kind of, yeah, yeah <laughs> like have to kind <laughs> yeah. of explain, like, oh, like a religious leader. Yeah. Okay, and sort of. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Whereas here, so like that is comfort, wealth, and I suppose too from a, like a culture side. When you live in a world like that, it's hard to see the necessity of Jesus. Mm. Like, sort of well, I'm a pretty good person, I'm not a sinner, mm. Yeah, and the gospel can seem quite irrelevant for mm. your life, whereas, say, in more war-torn countries, you're like, well, I need Jesus to, mm. yeah, I literally have to pray to get my food for my mm. daily bread. We're here, we're not really worried about that. So that's sort of mm. some of the things I see.
0: I think it's a really interesting nuance of not just comfort but also the appearance that everything's put together, that you're well-to-do, the sort of, you know, I'm a, you know, valued member of society. I think that there can be that element as well, which is... Yeah, maybe a bit more unique to an area that's a bit more established, a bit older, um, you know, such as the hills, than you know maybe other areas, and that's really insightful, Brian. Mm. What what do you sort of see?
2: Yeah, I think a little bit um like um like Mitch in terms of comfort, but I think here uh, there's almost that sense of being on the edge of Sydney. There's this almost, I won't say escapism, but yeah. there's a freedom. There's mm. a little bit. Like, you know, we're on the edge here, we've got more space and mm. therefore we can be a little bit more laid back and a bit more mm. casual and not necessarily have to commit ourselves to a whole range of things mm. because we're trying to be um, at the top end, the, the, let's say the older age group, financially free mm. so that when we retire we've got, you know, what we need to survive on our own without mm. being dependent on anyone else. Yeah. And we're free of a lot of demands. And Mm. what that can mean is that can be that's that's a challenge for us, because if we actually believe that our treasure is kingdom minded, Mm. um, while Jesus says my yoke is easy and my Mm -hmm. burden is light. there is a responsibility also to take up our cross. Mm. Yeah. And so there is a freedom. Mm. But there is also a responsibility mm. for us to really value the treasure mm. that we say we believe in, mm. and then how do we live that out mm. in a way that shows that we value it? Yeah. And in terms of you know communicating the gospel, um, how does how does our treasure translate into what we would like to see others take hold of? Mm. You know. Um, So I I see that there's a a real tension because we want this freedom and we want freedom for others. But sometimes the freedom is not necessarily a freedom of um, new life in Jesus. Mm. It's a freedom Mm. from any responsibilities (laughs) to anyone for anything. There's almost a desire to escape. you know. And for Christians, I feel that sometimes myself, even even as a pastor, I think, oh, do I really have to go to church today? (laughs) Stop yeah. laughing, you <laughs> but you, you feel the same way. No, I've never felt that. I've never no, no. that. No. No, yeah, no. good, I know. Murray. Yeah, okay. Um, well, I honor you.
1: <laughs>
2: but there's this you know, there's there's this sense of oh it'd be good just to do something different and mm. not have those constraints mm. and i'm not saying that's a bad thing mm. i think we should be free to take mm. that time to be with our family mm. and without mm. um you know but sometimes what the world tells us we should be pursuing mm. is is at odds with what god wants us mm. to do mm. in terms of yeah committing ourselves mm. to walk the path he has for us mm. yeah it's yeah, very insightful too Mm.
0: (laughs) yeah i think it is is really interesting this idea of liberty and it's kind of quite you know in a lot of ways culturally an american idea Mm. of of Mm. freedom and that being the most important thing and i think yeah you put it really well brian that freedom in christ you know Mm. we kind of Mm. uh, elude ourselves into believing that we can sort of yeah create this freedom through our own striving through our own work through our own treasure (laughs) yeah Yeah, but ultimately it is the i suppose complete surrender Mm. you know, to to Christ and his plan for our lives. Mm. That is the Mm. ultimate freedom. Mm. Um, But yeah, the reality is from day to day, there are moments when it doesn't feel like that. (laughs) There's a moment as we're wandering through the wilderness that Satan's in our ear Mm. going, are you really free right now? Is this really what freedom Mm. and purpose and uh, life, a new life looks like? So I think it is very hard when so much of our lives, we do a great job at curating a, heaven on earth for ourselves Mm. (laughs) in a lot in a lot of the physical ways you know um yeah I think that's a really really big challenge for a lot of us so in all of this I think that with this idea of treasure um I I really liked what Miranda and her team have done Mm. with the sort of stage design as well um kind of set up as a bit of a museum with these three white plinths and obviously there's a sort of business briefcase there's a you know a dumbbell and then there's this trophy which is probably quite apt for a sports center (laughs) as well those sort of sporting achievements that might even be you know the Parramatta Eels finally winning a grand final for the first time since 1984 but you know all of these different things that we can put on these pedestals Mm. as our trophies and I think that yeah a lot of the time it's not just one thing. <laughs> a lot of the time, in in the you know, mu- in our little museum of mm. trophies and treasures, there's there's many plinths <laughs> yeah. that maybe are higher and lower and more elevated than others.
1: And uh, the tension is too is that God wants us to enjoy earthly. Exactly. Things. Yeah. So it's not about becoming, I guess, like a monk and mm. eating ashes, like mm. you know, and like mm. not mm. starving yourself and doing mm. all this. Yeah, as Paul says, God created, you know, everything to be good and it's to be accepted mm. for that's Thanksgiving. And so it. But it's about putting idols in your life. Mm. And ultimately an idol can be anything. Mm. And so it couldn't be, you know, very good things. Mm. So yeah. It's about not I guess what's what it comes down to what Jesus says. It's like what you value. Mm. And yeah, we can have KP and he started Gospel for Asia and he said something he says there's nothing wrong with being wealthy. He says if poverty was a measure of spirituality India would be the most Christian Israel, country in Israel, the world Israel. and he yeah, said that was an Indian yeah, yeah, so yeah. he's saying so he's yeah he he lives quite an extreme lifestyle So but he recognised that not everyone's called to that and he said that's like having wealth's not an issue it's mm. loving money so mm. yeah like the three of us in this room statistically are much wealthier than most of the world mm, Yeah. Mm. we might not feel that way but yeah, yeah, that's the yeah. reality that's and it, yeah. so yeah it's, that's why I say that it's like yeah pers- Pursuing academia or sports mm. or then the self's not evil. Mm. It can be glorifying to God, but mm. it's like when it starts to become an idol mm. and mm. recognizing that. I think of me a, a good test is can I let this go? Mm. If you can't let it go, you're like, Well, oh, there's actually a problem. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. So that's I remember that as a kid. It sounds so dumb now as a thirty five year old, but when I was ten we had this cricket sticket collection from and yeah, I remember I was like, I don't want to lose that. Mm. It was like this precious thing that we, my brother and I, had collected, mm. and we had all like the players, and some of them were signed. And now I think, oh yeah, whatever. But yeah, who remembers? Is. Is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> remember a ten-year-old, really like, mm. when we talk about God, Jesus returning. Oh, I don't want to lose my cricket sticker album. Mm. But while well, that seems silly, even as adults, what we cling on to, it, yeah. it would just seem just as silly. Yeah, an eternity. True, so. Yeah.
0: Mm. Um, usually when we sort of um, have started a series recently we've actually had a bit of a live banter mm. and part of that is sort of almost a bit of a map on where maybe this series yeah. is going uh, that might be something which people are kind of intrigued about and obviously for this series on where is your mm. treasure um, where are you maybe just as a bit of a you know taste test for or you know a yeah. bit of a teaser where where's where are we sort of going with this um,
1: so next week we're looking at I stole of it from we Weing- Carry his mm. sermon, Expect Great Things, Attempt mm. Great Things, and so we're going to, each sermon for, hopefully this term and forevermore we'll have mm. a application we tied into one of our three Ps mm. um, play, prayer and presence, or one of our values mm. and so it's like, hey, oh, I should say centers one of our centers, mm. well, our seven centers mm. and so I go look at, so expect great things, attempt great things, so focus on that missional idea of stepping out into faith, and then sort of kind of based a little bit loosely off Maslow's hierarchy, but not really. Like, yeah, yeah. Maslow's kind of the inspiration yeah. is sort of... Not being well, a slave to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, like, the building block of a healthy yeah. society. So if we want to value treasure, well, then I guess the foundation is, like, loving God and loving our neighbour. Mm. And um, I found an interesting article from Miroslav Wolf, which mm. he said, like, mm. so basically the secret to human flourishing is following these commandments. Mm-hmm. And if you don't do that, you're going to not yeah. experiencing flourishing as God's sends. So sort of like same idea we've had the vision let's be evangelistic and then so looking at okay what's the bedrock Mm. of our faith where our treasure is and then building upon that what i've called is your life jesus powered Mm. Uh, based off the peter casting the nets Mm. off the side of that many of us are throwing our nets Mm. constantly Mm. trying to strive in our own strengths and jesus like Mm. that do it here and it will require a little bit of faith Mm -hmm. it's like middle of the day deep waters there's no fish around Mm. Jesus does Mm. that and so living like that and then yeah and then from that too, sort of building upon how we use our treasure Mm. so yeah so that will be about giving Um, and then what I've called here inspired me by the center you are what you eat Mm. so feasting off the word i like we value treasure we need to be feasting Mm -hmm. off it Mm -hmm. then um yeah based off you know if you are what you eat well then you also are what you wear Mm. so actually engaging with our spiritual armor. Mm. And then from that, we take a bit of a pause because we've got our baptism service yeah. and then Easter. So they're yeah. a bit of an anomaly week. And then sort of just wrap up the series. Um, so I think that almost like, what does the resurrection mean for us? Mm. It can be, yeah, if, what, what does that, what does that mean for us mm. as Christians today? It can mm. be a little bit abstract to think, okay, yeah, yeah, Jesus was resurrected. That's nice. Yeah, <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah, but okay, what does that mean for us in our day to day walk? Mm. And particularly tying him back with that treasure, like, well, if you resurrected, that means that actually, mm. in mm. this strange way, our bodies are connected to this time and space and also the next bit, like Jesus. Mm. Like, then he's still having the nail pierced hands. It's a mm. strange mm. it's Jesus, but something different. He can disappear, he can sort mm. of and. Yeah, there's a number of commentators that sort of said, yeah, like, we don't really know what our resurrected body would look mm-hmm. like, but Jesus gives us a little snapshot of that. Yes. So, yeah, yeah, that's kind of the, the focus of the series is sort of yeah. building mm. on, yeah. yeah, the idea of treasure across, so a bit more topical. We're yeah. not just looking through a book, sort of yeah, jumping yeah. across scripture, but, yeah. yeah. Cool. Sounding awesome. I'm looking yeah. forward to it. Mm, yeah.
0: And then Brian, obviously with this very ambitious goal of twenty four and twenty-four, mm. which I still wholeheartedly blame you for entirely. <laughs> <I'm> um, <good. laughs> it is something which, you know, this this idea of evangelism is evangelism is going to be really important for us. Yeah. Um uh, you know, I think that it was really great having these really short snippet presentations on Sunday. Mm. The the downside of that is it stops us from going a bit deeper in those sure, moments. Sure. Um, um, I guess with you, what's your personal experience and journey with evangelism? Because I think that, you know, unless maybe uh, Isabel, <laughs> most people, you know, at, at the start of their Christian walk, don't find it super, you know, easy, super yeah, sure, natural, sure. or at the very least, maybe go in like a board at a china shop and then very quickly become discouraged and then pull back altogether. Yeah, what's yeah, been your yeah, journey and growth yeah. with evangelism?
2: Yeah. Um, well, look. In the, in the early days, I grew up with, a, um, obviously, in a church that was very Bible-based, um, and, mm. and they, um, there was a group called uh, Word of Life that came around at one stage, and basically was giving some evangelism uh, mm. training, yeah, men, um, sure. you know things like the Roman Road, mm. the Romans Road, and you know you're working your way through Romans, you know, full of sin and falling short of the glory of God, and but the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord, and going right the way through mm. these different. Um, these different verses, and then, um, and also illustrating ways that you could stand with someone else to illustrate the gospel, mm-hmm. like the bridge illustration and those types of things. Mm-hmm. But I found that, for me, it was an intellectual learning mm. um, rather than um, a heart change that yeah. wanted me to take the treasure that I knew mm-hmm. because I really didn't have that treasure. Yeah. So I was sitting there as a you know a young um, you know adult. Yes. Um, you know and it was being told how I could bring someone else into the kingdom but I didn't have a passion to do that yeah because I really hadn't kind of I wasn't walking that way myself yeah and uh, so the next time I can remember was about as a 16 or 17 year old mm-hmm. where um, you know I, my life had been transformed by the gospel and I can yeah. remember I was going to a charismatic church in those days it was in um, the center of town and every um but every two weeks, they they would actually go bowling, temple yeah. bowling, yeah. on one week, and the next week, they'll be out witnessing yeah. on the streets of Burwood. Yeah. Can you believe it? And so every second Saturday night, you know, I was kind of um, on the streets of Burwood, just mm. saying, you know, being one of those obnoxious people, yeah. basically saying, hey, "Can I talk to you about <laughs> Jesus?" <laughs> yeah. and um, and had some different discussions with people. I found that there were those that were. Uh, quite open to that but yeah. I also recognised that that probably wasn't my real style mm. um, didn't mind it when someone wanted to talk about it but it, I didn't really like the knockbacks go uh, on mate go and get a real job or something yeah. like this you Gee, know what yeah. I mean? yeah. um, and so uh, then it was really sitting down to say uh, but I had a passion to share Jesus so mm. I, I then found that I loved the relational style mm. and is when I uh, kind of Sat around working with people and going through something like a Christianity Explained, where you'd have the opportunity to go through and to basically use a course such as that as a as an evangelism tool Mm. to work through and to look at those different sessions. You know, who is Jesus? Um, What is the crucifixion uh, all about? What about the resurrection? As Mitch has talked Mm -hmm. about resurrection, Mm what does that mean? Um, You know, grace versus works. What's Mm -hmm. the difference Mm -hmm. there? And um, then, what does it mean to really repent? and then, um, you know, to, to believe. Mm. You know, is a belief just this intellectual centre or is belief something a lot deeper? It's mm-hmm. a, No, it's actually committing my life to the person yeah. in whom I believe. And so it's been a journey for me. And yeah. then and then, when I got onto this um, contagious Christianity, I rec- I just um, recognised those, those six styles that I, I referred to in a book written by... Uh, Mark Middleberg and Bill Hybels. Um, And then we ran a course here um, Mm. in that, unpacking over eight different sessions, how people could unpack what their gift is, a little questionnaire about what's your style, you Mm. know? And then how can we go about learning to communicate that? Mm. And I found that very liberating Mm. because I found that, you know, in that, learned that I was, you know, relational, but I love to serve. And that's Mm. why, for me, I, I. I realised why I love mission so mm. much. It's you know a stay where you're relating with people one on one, but at the same time, you're actually serving around a purpose. Yeah, and you know, and and so that's when I really thought, oh, like this this is me, mm. and I started to kind of flourish in that mm. way. Whereas others that went through the course, they realised that they were like like you two are intellectuals, mm. Mm. you know, and um, they they love to read books and to mm. and to go through, you know, um, Josh McDowell's, you know, um, evidence that demands a verdict and more mm. evidence that demands a verdict, <laughs> <laughs> and then unpack all these things and, yeah. and have the basis as to why, um, you know, we believe what we do about yeah. the scriptures, yeah. and and so. Um, yeah, my journey has been, I suppose, a progression mm. more of, of finding where I felt um, the treasure that I experienced mm. could be actually passed on to others mm. um, in a way that was very natural. Mm. I'm not saying there aren't times when we should step out. And sure. so, you know, even for me, I've got to understand why the scriptures are, why I believe the scriptures. Yeah. um, what is it I believe what I believe Um, Mm -hmm. and so there are I'm not saying you ignore the rest of them Mm -hmm. but there are some that when you operate out of them Mm -hmm. you operate with a freedom Mm -hmm. and uh, yeah so that's been kind of a journey for me
0: yeah, for sure. And Mitch, obviously oh. for you, there was a in a previous life almost now, you know, this, this plan at a certain point to be a missionary, definitely yeah. evangelism is something that you're incredibly passionate about. I even see just the way that you evangelize here at the center. What do you see as your journey? Because I think that, you know, just from my personal anecdotal experience, as I've sort of gone to seminary and you start to you know, understand the Bible much more deeply, it does become a less intimidating thing. Mm. <laughs> and even I, I suppose with that sort of little caveat that I get to ask someone at the park, hey, what do you do for work? Oh, you're a plumber? And then just wait for them to ask me yeah. what I do for work. It's easy, and yeah. then straight away, we're talking about Jesus because yeah. I'm a pastor. There are sort of some of those um, uh, shortcuts that yeah. other people miss out on, but what has been your experiences growing in mm. evangelism?
1: Yeah, so I probably was a bit confrontational to begin mm. with. Yeah. Um, How'd that go for you? <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> yeah, me, me either. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Talk to Rachel about that. It's pretty fiery, actually. from a good place, but yeah, yeah. I had a real like, yeah, almost this sense of like people going to hell, so I need to like do something. And yeah, I learned pretty quick that don't like that mm. or respond well to that so yeah, yeah and that was a journey so I shifted away from the confrontational to probably more the relational mm. and I learned that from hanging out with the refugees in Auburn. Mm. A lot. that was quite pivotal for me um, yeah just spending time and, rec- and learning too that what may feel like a waste of time just sitting there talking about people's stories actually is part of that mm. building mm. and building trust mm. and so yeah and look at uh, Look, it's pretty cool how God sort of used that time. At least two of the guys sort of messaged me years later, so oh, I'm a Christian now. Yeah, well, mm. uh, so I occasionally hear mm. that, yeah, they've gone back to Iran, so I don't hear from them mm. too much. But mm. that was pretty cool. go, yeah. like, oh, yeah, I just remember how you'd sit there and listen to us and try to, like, share a Bible story, and that was sort of it. So, yeah, and that's probably the style I like now. Mm. Like, probably the intellectuals more for me, actually. Mm. I don't probably engage with that with others. Mm. Unless people ask, like questions sure. of like, oh, how did Noah get all the animals on there? Like, well, let's <laughs> not try and answer from science. Let's look at the, what the text says. Let's look at like, ancient Near like, yeah, Eastern stories. Yeah, yeah, let's look yeah. at that. Yeah. That's probably more how I like the intellectual side. But yeah, but, um, yeah, but uh, like just the relational and just for mm. one thing I've learned, particularly with like Aussie culture is that you have to build trust and if you sort of go mm. whacking people in the head with a Bible... Yeah, it's not always gonna be. <laughs> mm, yeah. But look, and I guess it always depends on the person. So some people are like need to hear that. Others. Yeah. Yeah. You just need to build that. So that's probably where I sit now. That sort of intellectual, mm. relational. Mm. Um, yeah.
0: Mm. So. I think the hard reality is there is um, usually with that relational model it takes mm. a lot more time, mm. <laughs> r- regardless yeah, of whether it's you know yeah. a positive or a negative outcome. I that's mean true. that sort of. I think. It would be probably fair to say confrontational model that I think a lot of young Christians, and I say that in the sense of, you know, new to the faith, um, fall into that trap. of I'm just going to go out and preach the gospel. And it's very sort of headstrong and, yeah, yeah, can come across the wrong way. That's right. But the reason they do it often is because
2: they've come alive to who Jesus is. And they want those that don't have that faith. Yeah. To just take hold of it, yeah. and so there's there's an urgency mm. that comes, yeah. you know, which oh, which I think is absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Um, but sometimes it's um, I won't say it's misdirected, but sometimes it can be very strong. Yes.
0: Yeah. No. And yeah. it is that tricky thing, and I think that that's something that you know we we continue to grow in <laughs> yeah. through yeah, experience. Right. Yeah. You know, it is that that yeah. reality. It's not yeah. something that you you learn overnight, and I think ultimately with these sort of seven centers um mm. this this idea of hospitality i mean we are we are blessed to actually have a very welcoming church mm. oh, and it's yeah. something that i think is a strength of ours yeah, already definitely. um for you guys when you sort of see the sunday service as much as that's not just what the center is mm. um what do you see uh, are our strengths and what are you seeing as far as God putting on your heart and how you'd like that to continue to grow continue to develop even the center as a whole how how can we continue to open our arms wider right? our doors you know be more open
1: yeah, um, yeah the strengths as what you point out is the definite sense of welcoming hospitality mm. I've had a number of people so that's the feedback mm. I'm like yeah, I just feel so welcomed here, mm. and yeah, even people that didn't end up staying here, mm. they were like, oh yeah, we really loved it here. We just felt really welcome. Mm. but just wasn't sort of the style for us mm. or whatnot. So yeah, I think that is the real strength of ours. Um, I feel like especially after yesterday, but even before that, there was a sense of unity. Mm. Like, I feel like people are mm. sort of we're here, okay, we're a lot smaller than what we used to be, but we sort of feel mm. like there's a, mm. a common goal, and mm. especially yesterday, it seemed a lot more apparent. Mm. Like, okay, yep, I've got this 24 and 24. I had mm. people sort of ask me, oh, can I message, you know, mm. my parents chat, like, to you mind them flavor on it? So there's people, like, mm. seeing, okay, how I can contribute to this. Um really challenge, and this is an enormous challenge with the centre, is, yeah, we're very good at seed planting with lots mm. of community touch points. It's getting those touch points not necessarily as bums on seats but into the kingdom mm. that's what I find mm. it's very challenging there's a yeah big disconnect and I I think that's been a challenge to be fair to say probably for the last 30 years like, mm. of running not it different. is that how yep. yeah like I think of some of the staff that have been here in the time and had some very very good conversations mm. about you know, God and theology and just all and it's sort of yeah it's fantastic I love mm. that but they sort mm. of that's kind of where they stay there's yeah. no kind of yeah, I even tried to push a little bit with some. I was like, "Hey, mm-hmm. like you know, you want to come to church? Do you want to read the Bible together?" And sort of mm-hmm. get. Mm-hmm. That's where I see as a bit of a challenge. I think too, fair with the men, shed, a lot of work, yes. a lot of positive work, but just sort of right. stays at that sort of first level. And so, part of me does wonder if perhaps that's the calling on us is to just mm-hmm. be. Um, I got that sense when we ran the 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 straight. Australia and the Solomon Islands here. Mm. you've had a lot of people go oh, wow there's a church man it's fantastic you know would mm. say, oh actually I'm the pastor what mm. I couldn't yeah. believe it Yeah. Mm. Just so I thought maybe that's a part of our role in the kingdom is mm. just to be oh we know these guys at the centre and they're Christians but they don't, they're not bigots they don't mm. look like the people that are on yeah, the yeah, news yeah. that we see and so yeah, yeah, yeah. perhaps that we're just the way to help yeah kind of break a stereotype so yeah. if that's part of our calling then that's cool because ultimately mm. it's not about building the kingdom of the center it's about the kingdom of God so yeah. but I think that's probably my real prayer is like oh like I see all these people coming to the doors and mm. I know lots of the customers like so, oh how do we mm. yeah and that's really like God's spirit that can do that but mm. that's probably what burdens me mm. the most and I feel a little, a little a little bit tucked away there in court one and two and yeah, lots yeah, of yeah. people kind of can miss that so yeah, yeah. and the harvest is plentiful yeah <laughs> 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 right. Brian how
0: about
2: for yourself? Yeah, for me, um, I think like Mitch, I think um, we are welcoming and I think we have we have been welcoming, but I think we're also doing that better. Um, mm. And people, you know, I know from those that have um, popped in and uh, even, um, you know, some recently that have stayed and still mm. part of it, um, mm. there's a sense of, yeah, they, f- they feel at home. Um, they feel welcome, but mm. they... And I think there's, a, as Mitch says, there's a unity. Mm. Um, I think there's also... Um, that comes with it almost an acceptance of us um, mm. in in even though we are diverse in terms of um, ages mm. because mm. now we've got the one service mm. that there's a real appreciation um, of what respective ages bring yeah to mm. the service yeah, yeah. Um, so and i think that's something that is just absolutely fantastic mm. you know um, mm. Because that's it's kind of it is unity, but it's a little bit broader. There's mm, mm. there's a real sense of love for one another, mm. and um, and an appreciation mm. about how we're all part of this mm. this journey together. Yeah, and I think um, there's an expectancy mm. about okay when we are like that together, that mm. God is going to do something. Um, I suppose as you know, what we could be doing better and things. Um, there's aspects, and we've talked about it, what mm. does that mean for our services and even some mm. of our messages? How mm. do how do we actually meet the ordinary, everyday person that yeah. comes in um, with something that is not just grounded in Scripture, but is actually equipping for the way they are going to take the treasure that they hold yeah. to be imparting and impacting lives beyond our walls Mm -hmm, so what is that i think we've still got a way to go in what that looks like um but um and and i think we can do that with some of those topics that Mm -hmm. are there to start Mm -hmm. to say okay well this is how we can journey into this space Mm -hmm. the challenge is then um that you know as we talked about with this invitational approach or whatever Mm -hmm. you know getting people into church Mm -hmm. is, is another aspect um but then that's an attractional model, whereas a mm. church, you know, we're called to be mm. missionaries. So yeah. how do we actually, there's there's that kind of, you want it both ways, you mm-hmm. want people coming in, but you want them equipped to be able to take that message and, and reach out. So I think um, for us, as we adopt what this goal is, mm. um, I think we'll start to see those two things working. There'll be people that are, as we kind of formulate you know sermons are going to hit people where they are really itching Mm. so to speak Mm. there might be an increased um i'll say determination or willingness to invite people Mm. to be a part of the process but as people also take hold of this call that we are to be you know going out and making disciples and seeing people baptized um, there'll be i'm hoping a a liberation of people taking their evangelism styles Mm and talking to others in their workplaces, yeah, um, in their families, yeah. and seeing what happens there. So, yeah, um, I've, you've asked a simple question and I've <laughs> confused it with <laughs> a very long and detailed answer. No, not all, not all, not
0: all. I think that one big thing is that None of us have got this perfect. (laughs) And I think that one thing um, that I'm going to challenge myself on more this year is having intentional conversations around evangelism Mm -hmm. and actually sharing about, you know, even, hey, like there was this conversation I had down the park or this conversation here Mm -hmm. or had, you know, even this chat with my unsaved mate, you know. And I think that that is something, Mitch, that you've really been... You know, really emphasising the yes. power of mm-hmm. stories. And I think there's the power of stories from the front yeah. <laughs> in yes. that way, which are incredibly impactful, and we saw that on Sunday with mm-hmm. Isabel. But I think also just continual shared stories. Yeah. And as we continue to talk about these things of not just how Christ is forming us, mm-hmm. but how Christ is being shared through yeah. us, and start sharing those stories with each other intentionally mm-hmm. on a Sunday, um, that it will become an even greater value of our yeah. community. And I think that that's, that's intentionality that yeah. takes, you know... Yeah. And, that, and that's a
1: big thing to change because, yeah, it's sort of one of the things that as a parent with three kids, like even though I'm in ministry, it's very easy to be focused on, like, the now. Yeah. I've got, like, this many problems to solve. Yeah. I can't think much beyond that. Mm. And so... Yeah. Also recognizing that, but that's why I love that Landon Gilkey quote mm. so much, where he's like, "Ah, what do you need this stuff for?" To like, "Oh my goodness, we cannot function without like mm, moral that's guidance." It. And that's it. like he coming back to that. Well, yeah, you could just jettison faith completely, but that's gonna lead to the total mm. disintegration of your family and mm. our society. Mm. And so, mm. yeah, actually making it a priority. And so, mm. yeah, I suppose right now, I'm, I guess if I had one mission field, it's probably the kids. Yeah, make sure like it's they great. it's mm. like okay if uh, yeah make sure that they get discipled yeah and mm. grow in their faith and understand that's I was, I was sharing with you about this where Asher asked this question so we watch um like saddleback story in yeah. the Bible each night and he asked how is Jesus on earth and God in heaven I was mm. like Whoa, like that mm. is a fantastic yeah, yeah, yeah. question yeah. and so yeah just trying to explain yeah. that and I was like oh let's watch another video about yeah, the yeah, Trinity yeah. Yeah. so I got the Bible project on the Trinity I think he kind of got you know some of yeah. it but yeah, yeah, but yeah. they're the type of questions that kids yeah. ask because right. it's, it's hard right. to simplify deep truth no it truth. is, it is. that's actually why I love turning to yeah. non-Christians I'm like oh like we just spoke, like, oh, well, God's a triune God and yeah, Jesus is the of Word course. of God. And, yeah. like, yeah, yeah, he's, you know, the Word incarnate. That's why. Yeah, yeah. 100% like, God, 100% man. Yeah, yeah, of course. But, like, yeah. okay, for a kid, like, how do you, okay, yeah. Jesus is God, but God's in heaven. Like, it's mm. so. What yeah. don't
2: you understand about that? So, <laughs> <laughs> getting back to what yeah. you said about intentionality, um, Murray, and the whole aspect of evangelism, that's, that's the only mm. way that we are going to hit yeah. this 24 in mm. 24. Mm. 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 Is a, a, and it's be asking ourselves the question mm. I ask myself, you know. Yeah, I know my treasure is, mm. um, is with the Lord, but if my treasure is with the mm. Lord, how do I actually live that out mm. with the desire I have mm. to speak to others about oh. who Jesus is? Yeah. Because it's one thing for us to get excited and to get our church excited about the 24 and 24, oh, yeah, yeah. as, as the church yeah. was yesterday. Yeah. But it's another thing to to be excited enough for us individually, not just mm-hmm. us as pastors, mm-hmm. but us as a church,
1: mm-hmm. to be you know, speaking of Jesus in a way that is attractive mm-hmm. to others. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think that challenge that you gave to all of us in that moment of quite a bit of one person, that's powerful because I mm-hmm. think we all, all well, mm-hmm. should, you know, someone who's not a Christian mm-hmm. and can be mm-hmm. praying into that. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Francis Chan's church they used to pray over every seat like some people would pick a yeah. seat and he shares this story once of a girl who prayed for this one seat it was her seat she prayed for and it turns out one Christmas service her dad sat in that seat isn't mm. that amazing like yeah no. and so you just sort of yeah this stuff is about yeah it's not necessarily like the Billy Graham Christmas no, no. sometimes just faithful place it's, it's constantly not. like yeah. that um yeah, Like the widow and the corrupt child, yes, just, like, just yes. keep going back and back and back. And so, yeah, yeah. it's one of the things i excited about this. I think it's going to stretch us and challenge yeah. us. And we'll probably have some lows. We're like, oh my goodness, we <laughs> might have a baptism <laughs> service <laughs> where that tank remains. But that's sort of part of the challenge of faith. There'll mm-hmm. be highs and lows, and God remains around right. it all. So, uh, that's it. Yeah. so good.
0: So good. Well, gents, thank, thank you, you again good. for, yeah, great Sunday. Great you. chat. Yeah. Yeah. We're looking thank forward you. to, um, yeah, hearing. I mean, Plagiarized or
1: loosely inspired okay, so by William p- Carey, or <laughs> his actual sermon doesn't exist anymore. They oh, can't okay. find it. So the the title of the sermon in the same passage is excellent. So yeah, he uses Isaiah fifty four about spreading your tent. So unusual passage for yeah, evangelism. Yeah, so, yeah. that's spreading your tent and taking desolate cities, and mm-hmm. so recognizing that. Yeah, yeah, right. as part of like the exiles, like we kind of. Take on that role, is mm. spreading out the tent across the world. Mm. So, mm. yeah, mm. spoke to a very hyper Calvinist society. That was, yeah. When he stood up and said about the need for missions, someone said, "Young man, if God's going to rescue the heavens, He's not going to use your eye." Like <laughs> that was, so mm. Mm. <laughs> like, That's right. like, okay. The real apathetic, like, well, well God will, God will save him." Like, mm. yeah. And mm. so, yeah. yeah, stood up to preach that. And yeah, well, that was not big on missions, so yeah. it was quite a